Welcome to the OFX Podcast. I'm Dave Claxton. Along with me is the phenomenally focused female Bethany McChesney. Because you haven't like you've haven't raced in like three weeks. You've been training focused. <laughs> it will be three weeks by the time I go to Dallas. That's just it's it's nearly unheard of. <laughs> um, this episode is brought to you by Duonamic, uh, as well as Air Relax, which I got to use now because my leg is sore. Because I've been doing a little bit of running, and my leg is sore now. <laughs> it's the one? What's that? Just one leg? Just one. Just one. <laughs> I think I'm only running on the one leg. The other one's just kind of along for the ride. <laughs> thinking about taking part next week, but right now we're just we're just we're just using the left leg to run. Yeah, just one at a time. Get yeah. the other one on board before your race. Exactly. Though that way you can do hard runs every day, right? You're just switching back and forth. It's mm. it's um. It's an experimental technique, but it's, it's, it's working not well, so it's good. Uh, I had a terrible workout yesterday, too. Like, I did, I had chaos. We, we talked about before, and I'm not going to do it, but I had a terrible workout. Mondays are horrible for me. I am shit at working out on Mondays. Like, so Mondays I'm, are always my rest day. Are they, so Fridays are usually mine, because I also like Friday to be, like, you compete on Saturdays most of the time, so mm. it just kind of rolls in, right? But I'm thinking, because I work out six days a week, I'm thinking after Worlds, I might cut back to five. Yeah. You know, just because the Monday efforts, they seem so bad for me that it's it almost seems like I'd be better off just recovering. And I hit the weekends hard. Like, I push really hard on the weekends. Yeah. Do you ever do, uh, like, an active recovery day? Mm, that sounds like running slowly. I don't do that, no. <laughs> you could rock, though. <laughs> oh, I could rock? Okay. Yeah. Um, it's like it would be sometimes. a day where you you just say strictly zone two and yeah. like biking, wrecking. Like usually, I would say uh, your running would probably not be true zone two. No, 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 because most of my running is is quality work, if you would call it when I do run. Because yeah, um, the the zone two stuff I usually do on the machines or whatever, just to save my body from the impact and the beating, getting beat up from the running. Yeah, so an active recovery could be like a forty five minute wreck. Yeah, yeah, something like that. And I think, like I, I, I mentioned it to to Tara, and this is, I think, what we're going to do is either Mondays will be a, a, a day off or a, like you say, an active recovery day. Because, you know, maybe I'm getting older or whatnot, but it's just um, like the six days a week seems to be getting hard on me. Mm-hmm. You're also coming to the end of the season. Oh, yeah. So I'm sure your body, I mean, we all do, but we just need a bit of a break. Yeah, I think, like, what is it, December 4th when we're officially done? Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to take like two weeks. Mm-hmm. Just only do what I feel like doing. Yeah. Pancake days, maybe just throw in creative little workouts when I feel like it for like mm-hmm. two weeks. And if I don't want to do anything, I'm not going to do nothing. I'm just going to yeah, coach for like two weeks. It's a good idea. We do have a very long racing season and we do race a lot. So um, it's a good idea to just take some serious downtime after the big one. Have you at all taken a look at your 2024 schedule? Not By the way, this is, this is not planned conversation. We just talked about everything we're <laughs> going to talk about, and this was none of it. I signed up for one race so far in 2024. I was looking at my schedule, and the whole plan for next year was to cut back um, on like travel and competing so often and do a lot of local stuff. And then I we'd map out things that we want to do kind of thing. Like We just put everything on the calendar. 
And then what we're doing is eliminating what's not going to work or what we really don't want to do or whatever. It's not going well. Eliminating? No. <laughs> <laughs> not going well at all. Uh-huh. And, and that's not even including because we don't really know the little local DECA events that are going to be out. Yeah. So I'm like, it's, it, yeah, yeah, it's it's pretty packed already. Are you going to do any Spartan races? Maybe. I'm definitely, Blue will be involved in one day. I'll either do an opener or whatever, whatever the case may be. Grimacombe, I'm aiming to do the same thing. Um, the other ones, I don't know yet. Like, here's the thing. I would love to go to the other ones. I don't even care about racing. I'd like to do some finish line interviews and take some videos and some stories and get some coverage for the Canadian series. But the plain and simple matter of fact is it's bloody expensive. And I don't know that I can do that. Right. I, I don't know that I can justify that. Yeah. Like I said a million times we don't make any money doing this. So it's, it's tough to justify, but I would love to. So I'm not going to say no, because it may happen, right? Maybe we end up in Red Deer. Maybe we end up like, I can't see Kelowna. Kelowna is just a more expensive and, Very and expensive, difficult yeah. trip, right? But I could possibly Red Deer, possibly, you know, even probably even more possibly uh, Tremblant. But it's just going to be a wait and see is what it is. What about you? Are you, are you going to hit all three? Are you going to chase this series? Uh, I honestly haven't given it a minute of thought. Um so yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Did they announce? They did announce where the series are. Yeah, yeah. It's it's Kelowna, Red Deer, and Trombone. I can't see they, going back to Kelowna. I like it was. I it was beautiful. I just unless I was surprised too. Yeah, it's just it's such a tough. I don't know. It's a difficult location to get to. It's expensive. I don't know. I can't see us doing it again. Um. I would love, I've watched this race for many years, but I would love to do the sky race in Alberta, meet the Minotaur. I don't, again, I don't know if that's in the cards at all, but there are some other things that are always kind of that I watch and look really interesting. Um, So I don't know, like I, I can't afford going out West a bunch of times. So I think if I had one, I might try something different. I don't think we've ever talked about this. What's on your bucket list other than that one? Oh, other bucket list things? Yeah, because you're, like, you're getting old and slow now, right? So, you know, you got you to gotta start hitting <laughs> I know. I know. Well, they say as you get older, you go longer because you don't have the speed left anymore. Yeah, I'm bucking that trend. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, yeah, a sky race for sure. Like, I would love to do one in Europe, but I, I like, that still super scares me. Um, obviously we don't train at all in the mountains, not even remotely. So I, I, I don't know if going like overseas and doing, you know, one in France or somewhere like that is a smart idea to go right off the hop. Um, so making a bit of a trip out of maybe the one in Alberta, um, not that it's easier, but at least, you know, I could visit friends and, you know, but that would definitely be like I do want to get into some longer mountain stuff at some point um again it's been a journey of mine over the last three years just getting my body to a place where it can handle volume and running again um so I think I'm at that point where maybe I could try to see if I could get into some longer stuff but I mean again I haven't thought about 2024 like is that the year for me so we'll see 
Maybe. So for me, and I wrote these on the calendar this year, doesn't mean I'm doing them, but I wrote them on the calendar too. Um, Native X obviously is, is something I've always wanted to do since I've heard about it with the obstacles and lifting and shorter runs. I mean, it just is tailor-made for what I like. Um, mm-hmm. There's one in late January and I'm like, but then it, it I, I can't remember, but there's other things that overlap with it and it, it would be a trip to Florida, right? Yeah. So that's obviously a, an expense and, and difficult to do. We could combine it with other things though. So it is possible, but I'm sure. And then the other one too, that always is keeps, I keep putting on my calendar and I keep putting it off is frontline OCR. And the deal with it is uh, you have to do the whole race in a weight vest. And if you can complete all the obstacles, you get to keep the vest, mm-hmm. which again, right up my alley. Just love that. It's a little long. It's 10 K, but I'm like, I'll just trudge along and do essentially do the obstacles. Cause my goal won't be to really get a good time or anything, but just to keep the vest and mm-hmm. get through the wind. So those ones get on my bucket list for sure. And mm-hmm. lately I see over in Europe bison race, some really cool looking obstacles and videos from there. And, and yeah, so mm-hmm. Lots of stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I don't know why that came up. It just, <laughs> just did. <laughs> no, because you brought it up because you said you want to go west and do a Skyrim. I yeah. don't know. Skyrim, I'm sure. Be fa- um, Yeah. Some of the things we were supposed to talk about. So we'll go through. They had uh, a deck of fit in Spain. Um, and the deck of fit. Have, have you ever seen... Like they don't do a stream and I really wish they would. Have you ever seen like just the, the clips and the highlights and the pictures from there? No. The deck of fits in Spain are the best looking deck of fits anywhere. We had Michaela normal one. Uh, with a 35, 36. Um, she was followed by. And this is not in order because Spartan doesn't have this upside because as we've discussed before, Spartan. Um, Munsa Curio. And also, she was in second. And then in third, Lucia Perez Lopez. So that was your top three ladies. And so was a 35-36, a 40-55, and a 43-22. And I know right now those numbers are probably ringing through your head like, what the hell? Mm-hmm. And in the men's race, we had Tomic Verdict, um, followed by Pau Nencinta Marinas, maybe, and Jesus Prieto de Lope with the 3451, 3502, and 3629. Now, what is your typical women's fit? Well, now, like, usually two minutes faster than that for a winner yeah and the men's sometimes four to five yeah so over there in this particular race and when i say it's beautiful they ran it outside in the grass and it was gorgeous sunny and it's three laps instead of two oh so there's there's reason like i mean to see michaela norman run a 35 36 is a bit like that seems out of place but that's that definitely contributes to the why that happens. So if anyone sees these and or, or hears it and wonders why this, the times are a little high, that's why. Um, that said, I really like the three lap deal because when they go to set up, you know what they do is they'll have the, the trifecta that weekend or the deck effecta. When they go to the mile, it's just one lap. 
so they don't have to rechange or anything. It just boom right into it, right into it. Mm. So it's I think it's kind of cool that way. I like it. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so Deca Fit in Spain. Spain has been definitely leading the way over there with with Deca, and they also have that they're doing like a a cup challenge where they have teams come in, and that was originally going to be like a invite the North Americans over, have them against the Europeans. But as predicted, that was just way too freaking expensive and didn't quite happen. And so that's what, but we will get that later. And they still put on a good race. So Spain doing well over there. Um, Michaela Norm, but we just want to throw that in. That's just to acknowledge it. And we expect to see Michaela in Sweden for high rocks to mm -hmm. see if she can claim her spot. All right, we'll go back here. Um, so high rocks in where was it everywhere there was a high rocks in dallas there was a high rocks in hamburg and there was a high rocks in barcelona mm -hmm. barcelona and we'll take a quick look at those because largely not a lot went down <laughs> which no, so, well, the weekend after a major, um, a lot of the the top athletes were kind of just almost throwing in a, an extra one for a workout or to do it with, uh, do a doubles or a teams or something. So, yeah. So in Barcelona for the pro women, we had Kate Davy in first, uh, Jasmine Wanick in in second, and Jezebel Kramer, who is everywhere, in mm -hmm. third. She's constantly everywhere. Now she she is a Spanish athlete, but it just seems every time I look, Jezebel Kramer's there. That was for the women. And again, the time's not really consequential. Uh 107.34 for Kate Davy for the win. Now good race, so 107.34, 107.49, and a 107.55. So a good race for that podium. Even in fourth place, 107, 108.07 by uh, uh Petra uh, Arvella? Arvella? Mm -hmm. we'll go with that that's close that's got to be reasonable at least not insulting <coughs> and for the men um, again and i'll be perfectly honest i don't know these guys at all harry thompson from great britain sadiq alfituri alfituri from great britain as well and oh sorry i shouldn't say that eugenio bianchi uh he was in chicago Again, time's not really relevant. 60-21, So not really influence on the top 15. And the thing with these is there was no coverage. There was no stream. Mm -hmm. So we didn't get to watch them. Oh, wait, sorry. That's not true. I lied. I missed the men. I did get to see the women from Spain. That's true. So that was okay. I just didn't understand it. <laughs> Which... I shouldn't. It's Spanish. <laughs> All right. Um, so Barcelona. that was... Yeah. No, that was Barcelona. So let's check out oh. Hamburg. For the men. Uh, Robin Stenke. And this is one I did not see any coverage from. Robert Steinke. Steinke? Yeah. Yannick Hoffman and Thomas Hogan. Um. Tom Hogan, as everybody knows. Um, 1019, 103, So again, good fast times, but not going to influence. So this is interesting though, because in the so one, two, and four are all under 24. Yeah. 
and Tom Hogan just being, you know, yeah, Tom Hogan. <laughs> yeah, in the 40, 40 to 44 age group, but that's pretty young for, um, for high rocks, all young German dudes. Yeah, that makes sense too. Mm -hmm. But yeah, yeah, it is, and that's a good sign, right? That's a good sign that it's growing. Um, yeah. Let's see if the women are the same. All right. You want to try those names? I've given, I've messed up enough of them. <laughs> so in first, um, in a time of 106, we have Sika Arning, and then in second, Simone Feld, and in third, Anna Blank. And a 106.5, that's not bad. That's getting up there. That's close, right? That's probably in the top 20. Yeah. And again, yeah. all all very German. Yeah. <laughs> top 12. Yeah, all Germany. One girl from Sweden in there, but otherwise all, yeah. Yeah, and Seca, or Sika, she's 25 to 29. Mm -hmm. So that's, you know, it's good. It's healthy. And then where everything seemed to happen. This is where the real conversation begins. And actually, this part is not where the real conversation is. So Dallas, Dallas the men. And this is pro-men, which this is probably the, the least big-named field in a while for Hyrox. Yes. Mostly because everybody's coming off of yeah. Chicago. So we got uh, Gunter Klaus, uh, 104.29, Joe Kilmer, 104.52, and Gus Mank, 105.04. But to me, the important part on this, and despite the fact they mess up his flag, is in 17th, Mike Fetchick with a 111.50. Why? It says USA, yeah. I know, they messed it Come up. Come on. Very disappointing, Hyrox. You just wrecked our little party there. So yeah, good for Mike getting in there. That Then the women... Let's hope they hope. got these flags right. Yeah, so all right. There They're, they are. You can, you can even do this. So in first, uh, Lauren Griffith coming off of a big PB the weekend before. Um, not a PB this weekend, but it was still a very fast time for 106.46. And then two Canadians rounding out the podium with Maria Fesic in second and uh, Katie Simonson in third with a 108.31. She had a 108-something, I think slightly faster than that the weekend before. And Maria Fesic, um, that's a faster time than she had the weekend before also in Chicago. So great showing by both of those ladies as well. So this was a really good race between them. Well, in Chicago, I think, so Chicago was a fast course, right? I had the fast sleds and had a big, you know, lots of straightaways. But Maria, for that particular one, would have been on the grid. But Katie, to do as well here as she did there, that's big because this was not near as fast a course. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Katie's really focusing on high rocks. She said that she's all in for high rocks. So uh, this is definitely where she's putting her energy. So on this list, too, some names I've mentioned, mm -hmm. like Lauren Rentala, it was eighth. Uh, that's Chris pretty much Lock. what Lauren Rentala does. Was that? I think that's pretty much what Laura Rentala does. She's a top 10 person, sometimes a little higher. Yeah. And I don't think a lot of people realize this. So Laura, Laura, Laura she works, Lauren works for High Rocks. Mm -hmm. So she's putting in like full days while she's there and then somehow trying to squeeze in a run. So the fact that she does this as well as she does is pretty impressive. Yeah. So hats off to Lauren. Mm -hmm. And then uh, right behind her was, it, was Chris Roglowski in ninth with a 111. 
Um, Does that surprise you? Um, well, I mean, it, it does kind of, obviously Chris has run faster, but, um, knowing, so normally not speaking about Chris Morgosley, I would say, well, two weeks ago, she ran WTM <laughs> and the weekend before she was at Savage. So this, you know, she's probably feeling it, but you know, Chris does what Chris does and somehow still is managed to pull this out. So, but yeah, she has had a big three weeks. So I think running a one eleven is still uh, very impressive for her. So, and then um, assuming she's going to Deca worlds in two weeks as well. So she, she is on the list. I'm pretty sure she's going to Deca worlds. Yeah. 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 So that's another, some other notable names there on the women's side that were at this one. And one of my favorites, Lori Winkleman, right behind Chris. one eleven forty three. And this is a faster time than she ran in Chicago, which again, on a slower course, but you know, this might, this, of course, like this, I don't think the sleds were as fast as Chicago. Lori being more of a power athlete, I think this one might have helped her. She is, yeah. Because well, mm-hmm. she is, she is absolutely beast. All that pizza. It's all the pizza, yes. And I love Lori because she eats pizza all the bloody time. And, <laughs> and, and it's right. That's the way it needs to be done. She's on to mm-hmm. something. I'm subscribing to her newsletter as we speak. The pizza diet. The pizza diet. That's right. Do you know one slice of pizza a day? Consistent exercise. <laughs> oh boy. And a proper diet. It'll help you be fit. <laughs> it's true. Prove me wrong. Um, all right. So then, then this was the weekend of records. Um, and let's, yeah, let's go to, we'll do it. Yeah. Here. We had a lot of the big names joining up to set some records in Dallas. All right. Let's start with the men here. And this was the was a great battle. So yeah, you want to go? You go for it. You go for it. Yeah, and I mean this one, I don't, I wouldn't have even been able to predict which way it would have went. Um, so we had Rich Ryan with Paleo Men, um, Mendez Fernandez join up together. So kind of the two speedsters on one side, and then Dylan Scott and Dave Megida um, on the other hand. And uh, so Rich and Paleo ended up taking it. Um, and Dylan and David were not that far behind. So 48-36 for Rich and Paleo. So uh, the two, probably two of the fastest runners on the men's side joined up. And so the pro men, sorry, the men's relay, they get to do, they do the open men's weights. Yeah. Um, which, so when you kind of take out some of the advantage that a Dave Megiddo might have on the heavier sleds and stuff, a Rich and Playo together was a really good uh, pair up there. So, yeah, really good race to watch. It was, and I thought too. I think I think Rich and Playo as well. Their strategy and their trade offs, like especially on the sleds, seemed a little more beneficial. Um, Dylan and and Dave did this thing where it was like a switch right near the end on the pull. And I thought it just cost time and was a, a poorly positioned change, but wow, they were so fast. Like just watching them run was killer. They were, it, it's the doubles, the doubles men and the doubles women is very exciting. I'm still kind of down on the mixed doubles because it seems like it could be played strange, but it's exciting too. But I, I, I like the way these ones work. Um, mm-hmm. And that was just so fast. And they didn't beat the record by that much, but that record has been held by some good teams like Hunter and Tom Hogan. And I think they just beat um, um, Beinick and 
who was his partner for that one and uh sandback so, mm-hmm. so i mean that was a good team so uh, and hunter and jonathan wind just took a stab at this record a little while ago and couldn't hit it mm-hmm. it is that's saying something and, uh, and and like you say the fact both of these guys like three weeks ago weren't even in the top 15 they weren't yeah. eligible for majors they were both big time roll downs and i think paleo didn't get into chicago until like two days before yeah yeah so amazing that these guys are ready to go and we think about last year when rich won deca fit worlds Mm -hmm. he came in there seated seventh not really expected to 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 win and just peaked at the right time he's been charting in the same direction Mm-hmm. in the last little while do you think he can possibly repeat oh yeah i definitely think he's capable of repeating um again he has that speed and um i mean even just showing what he's capable of here i i definitely think he could repeat that win i mean he's gonna have to beat some tough competition like but it's any man's game though like you have you have a rylan and a ryan kent so it's gonna be a good race no matter what I'm like you. I think he can, mm-hmm. but and I'm sorry, Rich, but I don't think he will. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's just too much at that top to, and guys that are too prepared. I think so many people are better prepared this year than they were last year. Mm-hmm. All right, and then the mixed, which you got Meg Jacoby and Ryan Kent. Is just smashing world record 51 16. Mm-hmm. Is there a better mixed team? Like, could you could you put one together in your mind? I mean, I don't know. I don't think no. And these two athletes are also so similar in their mm-hmm. strengths um, that they could just like if their running abilities even are similar. Obviously, Ryan's a bit faster than Meg, but she's such a good runner too. So, yeah, and and Meg is strong enough that anytime Ryan Ryan would take a break on a station, she her filling in is not a drop off. She she fills in and she. She rows fast. She skis fast. She pushes the sled well. Yeah. I mean, we all know her wall balls are are legendary. Um, yeah. Like, I mean, the, the first thing that comes to the head is like, well, what if you put Hunter and and you know your two world champs, Hunter, and, Hunter and, and Lauren. And you know what? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, that would also be that would be your next best choice. Yeah, like I I would love to see that race. I would love to see that race. I don't think it's going to happen, but I would love to see it. Mm-hmm. I think that but I don't like normally you think, well, both world champs they're going to win. I don't know. You know, it's not to doubt Hunter or Lauren, it's just the way that team blends together. Yeah. So, I don't know, maybe Lauren would go out too fast for Hunter. <laughs> no. <laughs> But it's it was it was amazing. It was amazing to see, like I said, records fall. And it, if that so, and Belle McFarlane was right behind them. So she is also. We talked about her last mm-hmm. week, and this was going to be her focus this season instead of doing the Elite Fifteen, even though she's qualified. So, and that's awesome. That's great. 
and you know from doing doubles doubles is so much fun it is and high rocks doubles is uh it's it's more work for both athletes like you don't get the breaks like you do with mm-hmm. deca where it's all relay um I think with the DECA relay, there's even, uh, there's more strategy, I think, in, in that you can split up a lot more with the high rocks. You have to do all the running together. Yeah. Yeah. And I think they both have their place. I'm glad there's the two different offer- options. And apparently Gunnar Rogers coming second all on his own. Oh, I don't know. I'm sure there's a mistake <laughs> no. there, but way to go Gunnar. Mm-hmm. And then that wasn't all. Essentially, but wait, there's more. Oh, yes. Oh, and they're not showing it. There was, that's what I'm looking for. Because I think change the gender there. Or is that not a thing? It was gender X. (laughs) There's no other (laughs) options. Okay, it doesn't matter. We can tell you what happened. So, essentially, you had Rich Ryan, Dylan Scott, David Megita and Paleo all joined forces. And actually it was supposed to be Paleo was not originally going to be part of that team. As far as I know, it was going to be Ryan Kent, but Kent uh, was, I guess, too tired from his run, unable to do so. So Paleo jumped in and again, they smashed a, the guy got the world record, which is amazing. And that's again, just shows three weeks ago, Paleo and Rich off the list today double world record holders. Yeah. And and even with, like I said, Megita is still rounding back into form. He's not in his peak fitness, admittedly. He says he's, you know, still he's been getting over his back injury and working back from that. So I think that record will get broken. I think that one's that one's doable. But I was it's it was a pretty cool super team and definitely a good team for the day. You're good to see. Mm-hmm. So yeah, records falling like Man Dallas. Mm-hmm. But again, Nothing, I don't think, there that really affected the top 15 overall for anything. And I, I, none of the none of the times no. were of you know relevance from that perspective. Mm-hmm. So, but still, lots of high rocks. And I've said this before. If you ever want the times to actually be a reasonable way of people qualifying for something, when you have three races in one weekend and all three of them have a different map Mm -hmm. it's not consistent (laughs) yeah it's not Mm -hmm. the same race all right so keep it on high rocks thing high rocks came back um flow from high rocks not flow from high rocks daily but flow from high rocks responded a little bit about the uh peds performance enhancing drugs all right and essentially saying hey this is on our radar. This is on our list and almost seemed somewhat offended. Um, but yeah, we, of course we take it serious. And, and they went to the point to say it's actually illegal in Germany. Um, it is illegal in other countries as well, where you could get a ban from your sport and then you could get fines or additional bans from your country as well. Yeah. So his response is, um, don't be surprised to see tests sooner or later, so on and so forth, essentially saying we're all about this and we've and that we have been all about this what, what are your initial thoughts um well i did when i read it too i was like oh he is offended his because his words were along the lines of if you know me you know i'm against them um i i mean most people wouldn't i wouldn't say we know him 
like yeah. on a personal standpoint and, and, <laughs> and he, he shouldn't be assuming so. that <laughs> yeah um so it did sound to me like he was offended i'm glad to see that they're possibly working towards getting testing because and i mean the point he made was we weren't going to put it in unless we had a way to enforce it so i under i understand that as well um but i guess from from my perspective like at least state your stance on it um, which I think was ultimately what Ryland's point was as well with this post, so like just at least make it a rule so you don't have to backtrack. So I am I am happy to hear that they could have testing coming into play at some point and they're thinking in that direction. I mean, I didn't think that they were necessarily going like uh, leaving it out because they were OK with it. So it was just there'd been nothing ever really said about it. So I was on the podcast with Matt and some guys just this weekend and and I said it there and I was pretty frank and I called I call bullshit. Yes, I do believe that it was on the radar. Yes, I do believe that they don't want it. I get that. Mm-hmm. But I don't believe they were going to do jack shit about it until it became, became a, a problem. Thing. Until it became a thing, until someone like Ryland speaks out, until that happened. I don't believe they had any intention of putting in the rule book until they had to. Because it doesn't make sense to me. And the whole, like you said about, we don't want it in there because we can't enforce it. Well, that's partly true. You don't have the means to test yourself yet. But you can recognize other positive tests. And I use the example of Ricky Gerard. Let's say Ricky Gerard was currently under suspension from CrossFit and wanted to do high rocks. You can recognize and uphold that suspension, that stance, that positive test there and say, well, I'm sorry, you can't compete in ours because you are currently suspended for for performance enhancing drugs. Mm-hmm. So, And we recognize that suspension. Um, and I'm, you know, I'm just using his as an example. He's paid his time. He's back in the game, right? So just as an, as an easy example to use. So yeah, I don't buy it. Um, I think this came out because Rylan brought it out. And they should have been ahead of it. I believe Hyrox has been around as a sport for six years. And if when you first made it, it's in Germany and it's illegal to take steroids and you feel that you don't have to put it in there because it's just part of the culture and you should know that that's illegal because it's illegal outside. It's going to be illegal in the sport, of course. But once you've expanded to other places, you need to <laughs> need to get that in there. And it's not like every other sport has this in there. You know, yeah. there's not, not, I can't think of a sport out there that, oh, except for bodybuilding. <laughs> well, except ones that allow it. Yeah, ones that allow it. Yeah, the ones that don't have the rules are the ones that tolerate it. Yeah. Right? And it's just so, part of it. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't, I don't buy it. Um, If he was offended, then he needs to look in the mirror. And if he's upset, he should be upset at himself. Because that, <laughs> that was a pretty big oversight. Mm. And I don't think nobody thought about it. I think it was intentionally left out, like they said, because they didn't think we could test for it. And that's a mistake to not make a rule just because you don't think you can test for it. Like Spartan has it in there. They never test for it. OCRWC has it in there. They don't test for it. DACA has it in. They don't test for it. Mm-hmm. Maybe one day they do. But then when he makes a comment of there could be some surprise tests coming, well, you can't. You can't test people if it's not in the rule book. Because quite frankly, if if I'm an athlete, and I'm doing high rocks and I'm at a high level and they say, Hey, you know, you podium today, we want you to do a drug test. I'm like, there's no rules saying I need to do that. So 
get bent. Yeah. And, you know, me personally, I would, yeah, sure, whatever. I do the test because I don't care. But Mm -hmm. that athlete would be well within their rights. And -hmm. if they forced the test upon them and took away the prize money, took away their win, did that, and they opened themselves up for legal action. Yeah. So. Yeah. Take the 10 minutes it takes, put it in the book, and then you're fine. So that was the one thing I got from the post was, and I didn't read anywhere in the post or hear anywhere in the post. Yes, we are putting it in the rule book. Well, and what are they going to do? Put it in the rule book right before they start testing? Yeah, exactly. Like put it in now and say testing will commence in 2020, the next, you know, the following season. Yeah. And and you don't have to be, it can just be random testing. That's all you got to put in there, random testing. Mm -hmm. And we'll see how many change. How many aren't there? It happens. It's, I mean, I think we I wrote, wrote a comment this somewhere. Um, somebody asked, do you think anyone in the top 30, like top 15 men, top 15 women would test positive? And the only response I could think of, and so many of these people are friends and I like, and I really respect and admire and care about and look up to. However, if all 30 came back clean, I'd be surprised. Just from mm-hmm. sheer mathematical numbers. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, I don't know. What do you think? You think You think they'll put it in? Um, I mean, I always want people to do what, what is right for their sport. And I think this has shone a big spotlight on it. And I think it, it's the right thing to do to add it now, especially if they are at some point saying they're going to start doing testing and I, I don't think they should wait to do it. I think it's a, it's a good time to put it in there. The beginning of a season. Yeah, I do. I hope but they maybe do. I'm a, maybe I'm an optimist. Well, I, I hope they do. I love, I love high rocks. I love the people. I love the guy, the people, men and women running it. And the only reason I complain about some of the stuff is because if we don't talk about it, like people can say like, oh, you're just bitching. You're just being negative. You're not. No, if people don't talk about the problems in a sport, nothing will change because the people running it are going to assume everything's great. Mm-hmm. You know, if everything's always, you know, smoke up the ass. Hey, fantastic. Awesome. Everything's perfect. guess what? They're going to think everything's perfect. Yeah. You have to bring to the head to the front. What problems are, what things need to be addressed. And then they address them and then things get better and better and better. And then we get a better and better product. Yeah. So, not negative i'm trying to help and it's new so there are still these things that they have to sort out that's right that's right and wall balls still suck <laughs> i watched I get, yeah so yeah i did watch spain because i watched spain i'm not mentioning any names because quite frankly i can't remember them <laughs> but there were some terrible wall balls and i'm going to give the head judge credit to a certain extent I saw this girl and she must have run around to like six different athletes telling her, her volunteer judges, get them down, get them down. No reps, get them down. She was on it. She was working hard. Mm-hmm. And then the, the volunteer would say something, two reps would be good. And then back to shit again. Mm-hmm. And it's just, yeah, I imagine that woman was infuriated. Yeah, She was trying so hard. So if you yeah. volunteer, listen to your head judge and follow what they say. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I watch Meg and Meg's wall balls are pristine. Yeah. Like there's no, it's, it's not that people can't do these movements. It's not that it can't be done. It's that they're being allowed to shortcut it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So people stop shortcutting it. Judges 
start calling it. The wrath is coming. <laughs> I'm going to be in New York. I'm throwing no reps like that. You and <laughs> well, people and I mean, not judging. They have to know rep it if they're not getting low enough. Not just say, get lower, get lower, get lower. Like, say no rep. Like, stop counting. Yes, yes, exactly. And and that's what I mean. That's where I saw that one, that head judge. She was, she was pushing it as best she could. The only reason I would say she wasn't doing perfect is she, and maybe I'm, she needed to be like no repping telling getting her volunteer to no rep until that person hit a good rep or until they stayed with it which i don't know she did she did her best hats off to whoever she was she she tried she tried really hard and i was probably the best head judge attempt i've seen to to fix that um it's just still wrong they need to stick the bucket for everybody and problem solved it is it looks cheesy but it works tara's right I don't know. Put the bucket fancy... would make my my wall balls higher significantly. They would, but everybody would be the same. Mm-hmm. And it would make up for the people who are so much taller to the target than you. Then you'd be even on the top and the bottom. I guess. You get the advantage down low, they get the advantage up high. It's fair. It's reasonable. <laughs> Mark my words. Hell's coming. We're on our way. <laughs> New York. No rep. Everything and everyone. <laughs> No reps on the rowing machine. No <laughs> reps. Whoever's in first, especially, I'm chasing that person. Oh boy. Yeah, yeah. All right. Um. So one of the one other thing, because we were going to go into something big, and I don't think we're we're going to have time for that. But um, I do want to talk about some rules. Oh, a rule. Well, not. A rule. I don't want to call it a rule. Let's call it some silliness, if I can find it. A policy? No, we're not going to talk about that one. I don't think we have time to go into that one. I was going to talk about... Uh, sorry, I was trying to find it, but I can't, so it's not there. Tough Mudder, Saudi Arabia, prize money. It currently seems to be better to come 11th than it is to come 7th. What? Granted, it seems like a difficult concept, but financially. <laughs> so they're giving prize money for age group, which normally I'm, I'm against. Even prize money for age group. However. Do you pick whether you run a leader age group? No, you don't. You do okay. not. So, and so that's a good thing, right? So, you know, you understand where that. So what they were doing is they're paying out one through 10. Okay. And then after the 10, you're in the age group. So again, that's okay. There's no sandbagging. So that makes sense. However. First place in your age group pays more than seven through ten overall. So if you're in seventh and you want to win more money, you need to stop and let three people pass you and then cross the line. Does the top ten get something else? I don't know. <laughs> That's all like I've seen. Like a season's all pass I've, or something. All I've seen is the cash prize announcement. And I'm like, and nobody's a few people have commented on this and asked about it and nobody seems to have come up with, you know, like you said, did, did they get something else? Maybe they get their, their flight paid for or accommodation. I don't know. But right now that's the way it looks. And I'm like, that's dumb. <laughs> I bet they must get something else for being top 10. A nice shirt. Maybe no, one of those cool. Like, they're in, they're in Saudi. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> Bottle of sand. <laughs> I used to get more for coming like fifth in a local 5K than I've ever won in my life. When what did I you get for fifth in a 5K? 
<laughs> like I would get like five or six hundred dollars sometimes nice. for running like a 19 minute 5k and like on like a, any other weekend and then <laughs> just <laughs> we're talking Saudi they probably get something else maybe a camel <laughs> oh that's racist Bethany <laughs> it's not racist no there's a lot of camels there but still 80 grand for first 80 grand 80 grand for first which is to, as they said, the highest payout that I can remember for any OCR. Wow. Wow. Should they just have like made this like WTM and done that? <laughs> okay, so this is this is in February? Yeah. Yeah, I believe so. So it would even be tolerable heat wise. Yeah, it would be. Uh -huh. I don't know, but remember before we talked about whether your your you know your your morals are worth it. I mean, eighty grand is a lot of money if you're in contention to win. Our boy Austin's going over. Yeah. Yeah, and obviously is one of the guys who has a shot at it. But yeah. even one through one through ten pays over three grand. Like three grand at tenth place, I think is like thirty seven fifty or something like that. Hmm. And so, then what does first age group get? Or maybe first age. I don't know. First age group is like a little bit more than seven through 10. Hmm. I can't remember the numbers and I couldn't find them right there. But um, yeah, hmm. it's, it's a lot of money. That is a lot of money. Yeah. Well, are they not paying um, any travel expenses for some of these athletes? I don't know if they are not. I would be, I would actually be surprised if they weren't for some yeah. of the big names. Yeah. And this is just like you say, like the, the Saudi trying to promote everything and put on a big show, but sport washing. Sport washing, yes. But yeah. it's called Dave. I know. Well, I know now because <laughs> you taught me that last time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, either way, what that I do hope behind sport. Yeah. I do hope that the people are going all stay safe and have a good time and get back safely. And, and I'm just going to kind of leave it at that for now because. Yeah 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 and hopefully it's a good race i guess i don't know i don't know what else to to do at that point mm -hmm. what else can you say i i don't it's not a place i'd want to go <laughs> but could i say no if i had a contingent possibility to win 80 grand i can't i can't say that for sure that's for, that's yeah okay. i would be I lying agree. if i could say that yeah yeah it's true that's a lot of money in a sport that doesn't pay so yeah yeah that like for a lot of people that that's a year's wages <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. And in some spots in the States too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, we did have another topic, but we're gonna wait because we need time for that. And I don't want to go through. And the other thing too is we haven't talked about the Savage Championships. We've been waiting to set something up and we're still trying to get it to go. If we don't get it in like the next week or so, then we'll 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 address it on with like that. So Beth, yeah. you got anything else for today? I do not nope. All right, yeah, cool. thanks so much for listening um, again. And yeah, lots going on right now. Coming close to the end of a lot of these seasons um, in the beginning of High Rock. So yeah, keep crushing it every weekend, guys. And keep giving us lots to talk about. <laughs>